In just a few moments, we're going to have the flag be presented by some of our veterans that are in our church. My wife is going to sing the national anthem, and our veterans are going to lead us in the Pledge of Allegiance. But before they do, I want to say a few words. The Bible says in Psalms chapter 33, verses 12, Bless is the nation whose God is the Lord, and the people whom he hath chosen for his own inheritance. The words as I walk up to this 4th of July, this Independence Day that I've been reminded of, is the words, One Nation Under God. On November 11, 1620, prior to embarking for the shores of America, the pilgrims who were on the Mayflower signed the compact that declared, having undertaken for the glory of God and the advancement of the Christian faith. The land that they were seeking provided a more perfect place to exercise their God-given rights. On July 4, 1776, America's founding fathers, after appealing to the laws of nature and of nature's God to justify their separations from Great Britain, then declared, we are to hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. 1781, Thomas Jefferson, the author of the Declaration of Independence and later the nation's third president, in his work titled Notes on the State of Virginia, wrote this, It is God who gave us life and gave us liberty. And can the liberties of a nation be thought so secure when we have removed their only firm basis? God. A conviction in the minds of the people that these liberties are truly a gift from God. On July 21st, 1789, on the same day that it approved the Establishment Clause concerning religion, the first Congress of the United States also passed the Northwest Ordinance. In that Northwest Ordinance, ordinance they declared this, religion, morality, and knowledge being necessary to good government and the happiness of mankind, schools, and the means of education, listen to this, shall forever be encouraged. On September 25th, 1789, the first Congress unanimously approved a resolution, resolution calling on President George Washington to proclaim a national day of thanksgiving. Here's what they wrote. A day of public thanksgiving and prayer to be observed by acknowledging with grateful hearts the many signaled favors of an almighty God. On November 19, 1863, President Abraham Lincoln delivered his Gettysburg Address on the side of, his, of the battle and declared this, It is rather for us to be here dedicated to the great task remaining before us that from these honored dead we take increased devotion to that cause for which they gave the last full measure of devotion. That we were highly resolved that these dead shall not be, have died in vain, that this nation, under God, shall have a new birth of freedom, and that government of the people, by the people, and for the people shall not perish from the earth. These collections of quotes are something that I just put together this, this last couple weeks thinking about this service. These collections of quotes were actually codified from the United States Congress in 2002 in a 99-0 vote following this purpose that was written. The purpose of S-2690, introduced and passed by the Senate on June 27, 2002, by a vote of 99 to 0, 
is to reaffirm Congress's commitment to the Pledge of Allegiance and our national motto, In God We Trust. Under God was added to our pledge shortly after ending of the World War II. This bill was passed and it was reaffirmed shortly after the events of September the 11th. As I was thinking about this day and this, this moment that we were going to have together honoring our country, I believe it's to note that we must learn lessons from our past. Calamity should not be the necessary vehicle to return our hearts to God. But most of the time, it is. Our nation needs to remain centered upon these words, one nation, under God. We teach our young people, our young adults, our young families what honor means. First and foremost, we want to honor today the veterans who are amongst us. If you've served in our military, would you stand and be recognized today? We want to honor you for your service. Would you please stand right now? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the sacrifice that you have made for us to be able to stand and talk about freedom in a sanctuary in a church. Even more so than honoring our veterans, we honor those who have sacrificed their lives for the freedoms that we have. Those that have paid the ultimate sacrifice. As I've talked to many veterans over the years with tears in their eyes, they always say that we even as veterans don't deserve the highest praise but it's those that have ultimately gave their lives for our freedoms that deserve. Would you thank the Lord for the sacrifice of those who have given their lives for us to be able to do this? Yes. They have followed the truth rooted in Scripture. No greater love than this, than one lays down his life for his friend. I recognize that we recognize that no thing can be placed above God. Not a spouse, not a child, not a job, not a family, and even most definitely a nation. Anything that I place before God is an idol. The founding fathers recognize this as well. That the moment that you put nation above God, you are creating a nation to become your idol where God is supposed to always be in first place. What has made America great, what has made America the nation that it's been, has not been perfect, but perfecting. What's made our, our country great is the fact that we've put God at the center and we have repented of things that needed to be repented of and changed things that needed to be changed. And we're thankful for the freedom to be able to do so. This church honors America because America has honored God. In a few short moments, the national anthem will be sang, the Pledge of Allegiance will be led by some of our veterans, accompanied by our flag. Pastor St. John, who's a veteran himself, will lead us in a prayer for our nation, and where we will express our thanks for the men and women who've sacrificed their lives. We will thank God for those who have served, and we will pray for our nation to remain the nation under God. The enemy is after America. A politician's not going to fix the problem. 
starts in the church house. When we understand what it means to be under God ourselves. I'm thankful that we get to live in the greatest nation on earth. I'm also thankful for the principles of freedom and liberty that our nation has been founded upon. And you can find those that are directly from the Word of God. Our Congress knows that this nation was found on the principles found in the Word of God. And I am praying that we don't have to see calamity in order for us to make another resolution. But right now, our nation can be turned back to God. This Independence Day, let's remember the USA is great because of Him. God bless the United States of America. Would you please rise and remove your hats as our veterans, Terry Potter, Kenny Wall, Lori Kalin, Lanny Newall, and Brain Brad Wainscott present the flag, and they're going to lead us in the pledge, and then my wife is going to sing our national anthem. Would you put your hands over your heart as our veterans come? I pledge allegiance nation's flag and our Christian flag will remain posted throughout this service, but it pales in comparison to those on active duty that remain at post at midnight hours. In places of darkness and severe weather, let's not ever forget those that fight for our freedoms and our liberties. Would you close your eyes with me 
as we pray over our nation and those that stand to uphold its truth and righteousness. Father, Lord, a nation under God. Lord, those were crafted by well-learned men. But Lord, even in a man's way, we are not perfect in those. But we know that it was inspired by you. The desire was that you, Lord, would be proclaimed in all levels of our government. That you would be the guide, the lamp, Lord God, in which pens would write laws that would stand for truth and righteousness, Lord God. That truly we have been, Lord God, and continue to be the greatest nation on the face of this earth. But Lord, there is a constant battle that is going in place right now. And Lord, I pray over all of our leaders from the White House and the Senate and the House, Lord God, that they would have the mind of Christ, that their hearts, Lord God, would be uh, hear the beckoning call of the Holy Spirit. I pray that those buildings are not just adorned with under God, one nation, but that actually it is a belief and a philosophy in which we exist and operate by, Lord God. So we pray for those leaders, Lord God. We pray for them that they will continue to hear the Holy Spirit and be, uh, Lord, moved by that Spirit in their actions and in their deeds. I pray, Father, Lord God, over our city and our state's governments as well. Lord, it takes prayer covering in, in these things. We need to be constantly vigilant and praying. So we pray right now over it. Whether we agree with it or not, you commanded us and directed us as believers to lift up in prayer those that have been appointed over us. So, Lord, we do just that. And we do it, Father Lord, according to what you've asked us to do. And, Lord, so we do pray, be over our governor, be over our council, be over our mayors, Lord God, be over our commissioners. And Lord God, let them, Lord, be the mind of Christ setting upon them as well. And that they will do the things, Lord God, that they know to be true and the, the things they know to be right. And to operate, Lord God, and for what is a, a, a position of great care for the citizens of the state of Oregon. I pray over our schools as well. And Lord, our administrators, in the times of turmoil, the winds are blowing in our schools, Lord God. But we say, Jesus, speak peace to those hallways. Speak peace to those classrooms, Lord God. Speak over everything in there, Lord God, that the place would be a place, Lord God, where children can do the basics of what it was established for to learn, Lord God, to be challenged, Lord God, to, to be inspired, Lord God. But Lord, let them be inspired in ways of truth and righteousness, Lord God. Let them be inspired, Lord God, by the basic skill sets that they need, Lord God. Father, I pray for our police and our sheriffs, our county, our city, those that put their lives on the line, Lord God. We, we drive around town and we can see there are many people who are afflicted, and yet it is the police who always respond front line. We pray your hedge of protection upon them. We pray, Lord God, that you will give them wisdom of Solomon and a discerning spirit, Lord God, when they answer the calls, when they are in their patrol cars, Lord God. Keep them safe. Keep them safe, Lord God, and allow them to execute fully the duties which they have sworn to uphold, Lord God, to the best of their abilities. And Lord, now we pray for those veterans past, those that have served, those that are currently serving, and those that have yet to serve, and also those who have laid down their lives so that I can fly a flag in front of my home. Those, Lord God, that went off to war where mothers and fathers never saw their child again. We pray, Lord God, that there would be peace in our land. We pray that there would be blessings on those veterans and those on active duty today. We thank you, Lord God, that they have sworn an oath as well in which they will protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. 
So, Lord, we do our part in defending them by lifting them up to you, Jesus, by asking your hand of protection upon them, Almighty God, that you, Lord God, would, th- would hold them in the palm of your hand in a perfect place. Keep them safe, Lord God. Keep them protected, Lord God. Keep them vigilant. We thank you that they stand guard in the darkness and in the light and that they are always here, Lord God, watching over our country. And we ask your blessings upon this nation so that we can continue to move closer to the fact we are one nation under God. Amen. Amen.